Hi everyone, Happy New Year and welcome back to How to College First Gen, where we have real conversations about what it's like to be a first generation student before, during, and after college. For those of you new to the podcast, our goal here is to democratize knowledge that we've gained along the way, learn a little bit more about the first gen experience, and hopefully help others going through some of the challenges first gens experience by sharing lessons learned from fellow first gens. I am Luz, one of the podcast co-hosts and a first generation student myself. Today we will be talking about the college application process and more specifically the college admissions interview. Several colleges provide an option to sit in for an interview so today we'll touch on how some of those are usually conducted, some common questions you can expect, and why you should always consider doing an interview even when it's only an optional component of the college application. It's my pleasure to welcome our very own Hotter College intern Alex who's a current high school senior in Houston, Texas going through the college admissions process as we speak. Alex, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? I'm currently a senior at Carnegie Vanguard. Very fun and not ending the college process, but you know, halfway there. You're a senior in high school, right? Yes, senior in high school. So just getting started. So much to look forward to. So when did you first realize that you were a first-gen student, and when did you realize what all that even meant? Well, I was kind of really unsure if I was a first-gen student because my parents, they were both teachers. I mean, graduated from university, so I was always unsure until, like, I was filling out this internship stuff, and I was, like, questioning, am I first-gen? I really don't know stuff. I don't know what college is. I don't know what SAT prep is. I don't know what all these rich kids in my school are talking about. And I went to ask one of my teachers and she went, yes, honey, you are first gen. You don't know nothing about college. (laughs) And that's how I knew. And it was my first year during high school. And your parents went to school back in El Salvador? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so they were completely unfamiliar with how the college process or any of that works here in the U.S., which is completely different, I'm sure. When I asked my parents about college, more specifically my dad, he went, oh, I just turned in my transcript and paid like 20 bucks and that was it. And they let me in. I went, that's so awesome. Can I have that? I know. I wish it were that easy here, but you have to like jump through all these hoops and know all of these terms and it's a whole thing. So there's definitely that knowledge gap for sure. So when or how did you make the decision that you were for sure going to go to college here? I don't know. I think it's always kind of been ingrained that college is something I wanted to do and it's something necessary for me to do. Because I've I seen my mom struggle a lot, especially with like, even though she was a teacher in El Salvador, that doesn't mean it counted here, meaning she had no education here. And seeing her struggle with like work twice as hard as anyone I've ever seen and then get paid not even half of what she deserves to be paid. It was kind of hard and I knew I needed to be educated and I knew I did like school. I still do, it's just I hate some subjects, but I knew I liked learning so education was always my way forward. Did you ever feel like you had any pressure from like your family to get an education or it was just like you knew that that's sort of what you had to do to have like a quote unquote better life? Yeah, I think it's always something I knew I had to do to get a better life and just be financially stable and make sure my parents are financially stable, which I know a lot of first-gen students can relate to. And I guess some sort of pressure, 
they always say get an education and make sure you're educated. But it's not like, oh, if you don't get an A, you're done for, you know? I don't owe you anymore. I disown you. No, it's just something I needed to do. Obviously, this whole college process and everything has been pretty new. So how have you been able to manage getting through this college admissions process so far? I mean, you're a senior. You're right in the middle of it right now, turning in applications and all that really good stuff. So what has that process been like in getting to figure out what all to do? And did you have some help? And if so, from who? College process, I knew it was going to be difficult. I just didn't expect it to be that much information from someone that has never gained that much information in a short amount of span. And I'm currently in a program called Emerge, which just helps first-gen students, low-income students throughout the college process. And I don't think I would have done it without them. To be honest, I would have probably applied to like only Texas schools because they were easy and fun. <laughs> but then outside state schools, I don't think I would have done it without them because from like junior year and they start preparing you like oh what does this mean what do you need to prepare for and then senior year they help you with everything FAFSA, CSS profile college editing process to be honest I don't think my college essays were like on point until like my immersed programmer Ms. LeVay helped me out oh my god I feel so bad for her I thank her because my grammar, it's third grade level sometimes. But I don't think I would have done it without them. And one of my teachers, Dr. Haney, she's always been helping me throughout the process, making sure, you know, take a calm breath. Don't worry, you're going to get into college. That is no question. Because <laughs> I think one of my biggest fears, and I think a lot of first-gen students is, am I actually going to get into college? Is this thing actually going to happen? And it is, it's just matter of time that's definitely like a big uncertain thing while you're going through the process that like you put in all of this work to get all these applications in and then you don't know if all that work will ever pay off if you'll get accepted anywhere and actually be able to enjoy that or not so I totally been in your shoes before yeah it's just the trying to have like choices but then worrying if you're ever gonna have those choices is just kind of that big red flag that kind of choices and process happens again when you're like applying for a job too. And it's the same thing over and over. You're putting in applications and going through interviews and everything. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. It, it's not the first time that it'll, it'll happen for you, I'm sure. But something you just go through and like the more times you get go through it, I guess, the easier maybe <laughs> it becomes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So what parts of, of these college admission process do you, did you find the most like difficult or, or confusing? And what really helped having some of these like other sources help you figure those out and navigate them? Well, first of all, it's the financial aid. That was one of the like hardest concepts to grasp. And then trying to explain it to my parents because whatever information I gain, I have to pass it along to them so they know what's going on. So the financial aid was really taxing and just like okay I need these papers where are they what does this line mean because <laughs> everything was in English so that meant I had to do everything or if not I had to like pull up my Google Translator and just go I hate Google Translator but this is what you're gonna have to do and just translate and hopefully they knew the information and just what every financial aid meant like need base full met merit non-merit and just that whole thing, because financial aid was really a, was a big part of it. 
where I went to college, and it still is because I'm still waiting for a lot of acceptances or denials, but also how important supplementals and your personal statements are to each college and how you have to like present yourself in a like unified way, but also being well-rounded, which is so confusing, was <laughs> so confusing to me, but I got through it. I'm getting through it, hopefully, you know? Yeah, I think for me, the, the financials was also the hardest part because you're like reading it in English, but it's like IRS talk. And it's like, I don't even know what this means in English, let alone to be able to translate it to Spanish so my parents can understand. I can definitely relate to that struggle. Was that something that the Emerge program also helped you with? Helping you have those conversations with your parents and helping to figure out what all that stuff on the FAFSA meant and all that good stuff? Yeah, they definitely did. They had like a checklist of what all of the papers that we needed to have, like any medical papers outside, if we didn't have insurance, what each car model was, how much they paid for it, stuff like that. And all your W-2 forms, or if they didn't have W-2 forms. So all those were like very important. You had to obviously do the application by yourself. But after you you finished it, they checked over it to make sure everything was right before you submitted it. Because what I learned is that if you make a mistake, then you have to do a whole lot of things and that just like backtracks your financial aid. (laughs) And what I also learned was that some students that weren't first gen, they're like asking their parents about all financial aid and their parents were like, don't worry about it, we'll do it, just leave it there. And I was like, I need that in my life. So diving into a little bit more about like the core subject of today's episode, college interviews. So what do you know about college interviews? I know you've done some so far. So what did you know about them going in and how were you maybe prepping for them? So college interviews for Emerge were a big part of make sure you do them because it shows demonstrated interest. And I did not want to do one because I'm a nervous wreck talking to like new people. So I was like, I don't. I don't want to do this. <laughs> but then I need to research a lot. So I made sure to like, are these interviews more informational, more formal? Are they by alumni or by their admissions officers? So all that information kind of helps you trying to gauge where the conversation is going to go. And it also helps with the nerves. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Like what role that interview will play in your overall admissions package is definitely super key. So was that something that was pretty easy to find or how did you kind of find out for the schools that you were applying, like what kind of interviews you could expect? Yeah, so most of the information is usually on their the college website. So you have to look through there or sometimes you could just find it like on Google, maybe even Reddit. They tell you how their past information has gone or just Ask one of your like fellow friends. I used to ask some of my friends that have had interviews, like, how'd it go? Was it chill? Did you cry? Did you not cry? Was it like nerve wracking? And it was just trying to like find whatever piece of information to see. And honestly, once you get through that interview, depending on if it's an alumni or admissions officers and how they present themselves, and they're going to tell you what kind of interview it is at the beginning. So you So you could like readjust how you're going to be. Going off of that a little bit, did you have some questions that you had practice with answering 
that you sort of expected some of these interviewers to ask you and all that? Well, I always expected like the main questions, which are, why do you want to major in this? So that's kind of like a very important question that you need to have someone answered. Maybe not rehearse, because if you rehearse it, it's not going to sound natural. You want to be yourself on like why you want to major in it, or if you're undecided, why you've gone undecided. And also the other question is, why this college? Why have you interviewed with us? Why do you like us? Which is, okay, that one can be a little rehearsed, you know? Find some like details that you like and just tell them about it and why that meshes with your personal life and who you are with their college. As someone that conducts college interviews as an alumni, I definitely ask, I think, both of those. So, yeah, among other things, of course. But that's funny that you already at least have answers prepared for those. So what was your experience when you did your college interviews? Is there something maybe that after you did the interview, you wish you would have done differently? Or how, how did they just go in general? So I think my first interview, I got a flying to Mount Holyoke, which was fully paid and fully amazing. The end of the program, we had interviews and she was a senior at the school. So it was a little chiller. So it was my first interview ever. And it was in person. It wasn't on Zoom or anything else. So it was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm sweating. Can she see that I'm sweating? But she was really nice. And I think what helped me was just honestly be myself because she told me this is just to gauge who you are, to like add something else to your application that we may not see. Because I think that's what interviews are more important is to make sure they see the whole picture. You can't write everything on an application, but definitely an interview helps you see like, oh, are you charming? (laughs) Are you funny? Are you intelligent? Who are you? And they could definitely see that throughout that. And it was a pretty chill process. And she was actually, because I want to major in neuroscience, and she was a neuroscience major. So it was really cool to ask her questions specifically about that major. And also next tip, make sure you have questions prepared for like what you want to ask the college because it kind of shows that you're interested in them and that you still want to learn more about them. Absolutely. So when I conduct my interviews for Rice, so they're also just to get to know the students um, because Rice has a, they have a holistic approach to reviewing candidates. And so the interview is just a small portion. And what I always tell the interviewees, I, I try to tell them it's pretty chill to calm their nerves too, but that it's a way for them to express themselves in a way that maybe didn't come across in like the essays or like the numbers that get submitted to the admission. So it's, I think the college interview is a good way to maybe show another angle of who you are. And one big thing that I normally look for is, can I see this student on campus? Like while I was there as a student, is this somebody that I could see being there and fit in with the ambiance of the school? Is that somebody that would take advantage of the opportunities that the school would offer. And I think you you hit the nail on the head with making sure you have some like prepared questions because I I always give the interviewee a couple minutes at the end and be like, hey, do you have any questions? And that's when you can really gauge whether this person actually is interested in this school. And, and when I can tell that they are because they've done their research, then I'm like, okay, you know, this person actually seems to care. And so that comes across in like the interview report that I put together. It's like, oh yeah, this person like knew all of these like 
main things about rice and they they had asked good questions and so it helps for me knowing that they did their research because it helps me help them with their process and and I think that's really the goal with a lot of these interviews that you want to put your best foot forward and do whatever else you can do to give yourself another leg up with like your application as a whole especially for some of these schools that like it's not like the main thing on the application it might just be the one thing that like puts you over the edge or something and so you want to take every opportunity that you have after you've submitted your application because you can't go back and you know resubmit another college essay so take it as an opportunity to showcase how amazing you are so do you, do you have any other ones coming up that you are making sure you're doing some prep for? Yeah, I have to, since I'm barely turning in some of my applications, because some schools, what they do is after you submit your application, you have to go into their portal, hopefully request an interview, and hopefully they have space available. So some schools don't do have that special requirement that you have to turn in your application beforehand um some schools have it before and some schools don't have it at all so currently i'm trying to turn in all my applications and see which ones have uh, interviews because hopefully i'm planning to do whichever ones do have interviews well the more you do the better i think you get at doing one are any of the ones that you're doing like have they been required because i know that some schools, at least back in the day, used to require you do an interview as part of the application process. But like, for example, RISE, it's optional. I think most of the schools that I'm applying to and were researching were optional or didn't have an interview, which was really nerve-wracking because they're only going off your application. But most of the schools I've seen were, it's fully optional. You don't have to do it. It's okay if you don't do it because I think they don't have enough people to like fully gauge, especially I think for Rice. <laughs> they show very much a demonstrated interest. So a lot of students do them and sometimes they don't have enough people to do them. So I think that's a big thing with some schools, some bigger name schools, that they don't have enough people. So they like piggyback off their alumni, like lose. <laughs> well, e- even if an interview is listed as optional, I would always recommend as a student, that you try to get an interview because it usually can only help you unless you just absolutely butcher it. But even then, it might not be too bad against you. Yeah, and I think especially if they're alumni, uh, what I've heard from like some alumni that were doing like, or some like students that were doing interviews is just, it's they're not going to write anything bad about you. They're just going to try to help you out, you know? This one deserves to be here. They're going to fight for you because they met you and they took time out of their, like, probably busy schedule to be here with you. So just try to be as charming and you as you could possibly be. When I conduct my interviews, I tell them that, like, I'm only here to help you. Like, this is going to be a more or less chill interview. And, yeah, when I do my reports, I... I don't think I've ever written, like, this person does not deserve to go. The amount of enthusiasm I put in my report will depend on how the interview went, I guess. But I won't flat out say, like, no, this person absolutely is terrible or anything. Because no one I've ever met, I guess, has been so terrible. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. 
Okay, well, do you have maybe some other like lessons learned or other general tips that you would like to offer other seniors and and people that are going through this college interview process that could be helpful in maybe just calming their nerves, figuring out how to do one? Yeah, so I think what helped me was like my eMERGE programmer told me just take a deep breath during the night, just go over everything you have done, all your achievements, all your success, what you've gone through, and just reflect and write them down if you need them. Like, what was your favorite class? What was in your favorite class? Why? And just make sure you have a good night's sleep and just relax because it's not going to hurt you. It can only help you. And just like for one of my tips, if you have pets or animals, Make sure they're outside wherever you're doing your interview because my cat, my little cat, was biting on like my charger the whole time for one of my interviews. And I was just like trying to swat her away. And I was just like, go, 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 shoo, shoo. So just like make sure you have like a calming environment where you can do your interview. Yeah. And I think a couple other things I would add to the tips and stuff is making sure that your background doesn't look so messy because sometimes that'll be distracting. I, I've conducted some interviews with someone had like a really messy bed in the background and something. And sometimes I just caught myself just looking at that and not paying as much attention to what the person was actually saying. So making sure you also look tidy, but like your surrounding also looks tidy. If you're doing a Zoom interview, which is pretty common these days now, not not so much the in-person stuff. And then maybe just also looking up just some general or commonly asked questions like the ones you mentioned, but maybe just jotting down some bullet points of how you would answer some other just common questions just because you you always want to be prepared for what they might answer. When I do my interviews, I tell the students that they, they can like think about it, but you can only wait around for them to come up with an answer for so long before you're like, okay, come on, can't be waiting for you forever <laughs> to like think about an answer. So so definitely have ideas jotted down for some common questions. And like you mentioned, either having like a resume that you have reviewed the day before or just having something that you can review what you've done. Because, yeah, I think another common question is what is something you're proud of that you've done? So knowing what you've done definitely helps to be able to answer some of those questions. So those would be my other quick tips on that. Those are really good tips. Yeah. Yeah. First in students, high school students take them. All right. Well, that is all I have for you today. Anything else that you want to add, Alex? Good luck with your applications. Y'all are doing great. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for joining us today and providing a lot of really great tips and information for, you know, fellow first-gen seniors that are struggling along with you on this process. And good luck to to you and, and to everyone else out there filling in those applications. Thank you. As you heard from Alex, college interviews can typically only help you with your college application. They're a way for the person behind the paper to shine through and showcase themselves in a new angle that may not have come across in the application itself. It's a great opportunity to also learn more about the college you're applying to and demonstrate that you are in fact really interested in attending. Alex offered some really great tips throughout our episode and you can also find a link to some common interview questions in this episode's show notes on our website. 
If you have more questions or want to share your experience with this topic, reach out to us online at howtocollegefirstgen.org. If you prefer to reach us on social media, you can find us at howtocollegefirstgen on Instagram and Facebook and htcfirstgen on Twitter. Thanks again to our guests and thank you for tuning in today on How to College for First Gens. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. Until next time. <laughs>